Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, Arthur Reed. Are you on the line? We'll give it a few minutes. Hello. Hi, this is Arthur Reed. Yes, it is. How are you today? Oh, I am doing well. How are you? I am awesome. I'm doing well. I'm so excited today. <laughs> well, you you know what? That makes two of us. I am just always excited to hear and just to see what people have to say about their publications especially when I know it's a Christian publication because I know that it's something and that there is a story behind it that will inspire. So I'm excited. I'm just thrilled. I really, really, really am. Are you doing well today? I am doing well. I am. I am. I've been under the weather a teeny, teeny, tiny bit, uh, but nonetheless, um pushing forward. I know that's right. You sound like... <laughs> Um, myself. <laughs> I want to first ask you before we begin, how do you pronounce your first name? It's pronounced Twyla. Twyla. Okay. Twyla. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. <laughs> okay. So yes, I am silent. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Got, that's what I was wondering. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, it's 12 on the dot, and we won't delay. So I want to just first thank anyone that is joining us in on this call. I am Victoria Sheffield, founder of WWN, Worldwide Writers Network, and Jeru Publications. We are a network of writers that offer support and resources for authors. We also have a really great book club for authors and readers. Today, I have a special guest on the line, and you've already heard I am very excited about. She is the author of the book titled Broken Wings. She is a minister, speaker, and amateur photographer. She is also the founder of When Heaven Speaks, an online photo gallery and Broken Wings Brain Injury Empowerment Group. Ms. Twyla Reed is a native of Columbus, Mississippi, and currently resides in Savannah, Georgia. I want to first congratulate you on your publication, 
and I want to welcome you formally to this call. Thank you so very much. Again, I'm so excited. I'm honored for the opportunity to be a guest here with you, Ms. Victoria. I've been uh, waiting on this day. Oh, wow. You know, that's the one thing that I have thus sensed about you from the beginning when we connected with one another, that you have such an humble spirit. And I know that that's a spirit that comes from only the most high. So, yes, ma'am. I want to ask you this. I want you to share with us a little bit about how you became a brain injury advocate, because this is something that I am curious about. Wow. Okay. In uh, 2001, we were involved in a really bad car accident, and my son sustained a severe traumatic brain injury as a result of this accident. Um, he actually died at the scene. They revived him. Um, he spent some time in a coma and only to awaken for us to discover that he had sustained a severe traumatic brain injury. And because of the challenges, oh, my gosh, that we face on a daily basis, it really pushed me to become an advocate. Um, you know, he's been mishandled and mistreated so much. Um, and so I just wanted to become that voice for the brain injury community to, con- to inspire and encourage them to let them know that they don't have to deal with uh, mistreatment and being mishandled. There are so many people who um, uh, deal with the devastation that brain injury causes that are not privy to the resources that are available out there. And so that's what I want to do. I, I wanted to become that person that that could be that, that, that you know, that light to, to show them how to get the resources they need, to show them how to persevere and just keep going. So that's how I became a brain injury advocate because I am a caregiver of my son who is a traumatic brain injury survivor. Wow, wow. that You know, that's amazing. And it came full circle with me just hearing your story because years ago my sister had a traumatic accident where wow. she received a brain injury and had a lot of swelling and bleeding on her brain and it was it was devastating. It was devastating amazingly enough that through prayer she's doing well today and doesn't even remember the accident as she was hit so hard that she wow. actually flew out of the top of her car, totaled the car. People would see the car. They would know mm-hmm. that there is a God. And so a lot of people don't even know that testimony, but she's a living witness that God is real. So that is, you know, that touched a, a special place in my heart because it took me back to that traumatic phone call that I received. So that is just Truly, truly amazing. How is your son doing today? He's doing well. You know, we have our daily challenges, but I tell you, he has come a very long way. He works part-time. He takes a college course part-time. And like Mm -hmm. I said, you know, there are some challenges that we deal with, but I tell you, every day that we get up and I see that smile on his face is just a reminder of the power of God. Just like you just said, it's a reminder Mm -hmm of how mighty and how miraculous God truly is. 
And so we've come a very long way. So he's he's doing well. He's pushing through each day. Wow. You know, um, you know, I just have to go there. I can 100% agree because this is just making me go back to that traumatic time. And I'll never wow. forget that we were told because my sister was having seizures after seizures and the side oh, wow. of her face, the side of her face was busted open. And you can't even tell it to this day other than a little teeny weeny scar, you know, after she saw a doctor that fixed her face. So kudos to those people that are, are against plastic surgery. And um, I never forget that we were told if she lived, she would be a vegetable. And at such a young age, she would have to live the rest of her days in a nursing home. So a lot of people wonder where my praise comes from. And so we're supposed That's to be right. talking about a book, but I just needed to share that. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you shared that because I, 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 that makes me feel good to know that I'm we can connect you. like that because oh, yeah. we got the same report. And what you yes, have to ma'am. do, it forces you to really say, whose report will you believe? We, told, yes, we were Lord. told the same thing. The doctors told me that my son would never walk again, that he would Jesus. never talk again, and that mm-hmm. if he survived coming out mm-hmm. of the coma, that he would be in a vegetative state for the rest of his life. He was 11 yes. years old. He's 28 wow. now. He's walking. He's talking. I jokingly say he sometimes he talks too much. He tells me things I don't need to hear. <laughs> Jesus. So, so I tell you, I appreciate yes. your testimony. People I'm need to you. hear I'm, that. I, I didn't yes, even need to share it. <laughs> I didn't need, but that's how God works, you know. And it amazed me how soon he was back in a car driving. I just, you know, I credit it all to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's right. Get, we're going to get to this book, but I had to share that because it just touched a place I can relate, you know, and um, I'm telling you, I'm just glad to know that he's doing a whole lot better, and I will continue to pray for you and your son you. even after this is over. And so I want to talk about your book a bit, and I, I, you know what, I was going to ask you what motivated you to write the book, but I don't even have to ask that anymore, but what I... <laughs> I will do, <laughs> since I already have that answer, I want to ask you, um, where did the title Broken Wings come from? Okay, I chose that title, Broken Wings, because of what the wings represent. There, there are several things. You know, when mother birds throw their babies out of the nest, that's how they teach them to fly. They throw them out of the nest. Well, because our son... Uh, we we can't experience that empty nest syndrome, you know, that parents go through because our son has broken wings. And if you look at in the book of Psalms, there are many biblical references to wings. It's very common. Um, you know, when you talk about wings of an eagle, they're mentioned because of their untiring flight, their their uh, ability to carry heavy burdens. They are they are a symbol of strength. Wings are a symbol of endurance. Um, and as Isaiah 40 and 31 tells us that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So I'm looking at my son, I'm thinking about this, and when you're waiting, it says they will wait upon the Lord. When you're waiting, you're waiting in expectancy. You're looking for something. 
And it says, renew their strength. So every day his strength is being renewed. He's gaining new strength. He's gaining new power. And he's mounting up with wings. He's rising up close to God. He's rising not actually towards the S-U-N, but towards the S-O-N, because he's soaring by the power of God. See, even though his wings are broken and he can't go out of the nest, he's still able to fly because he's soaring by the power of God. In spite of the challenges, in spite of the health challenges, in spite of the the, um, the socialization challenges, in spite of all the devastation that comes with traumatic brain injury, he's still soaring. So, yes, he has broken wings, but he's still able to fly. He's still flying. Wow. You, you know, I mean, you just empowered me, and I haven't even read the book. So wow. I'm just thanking God for that because what just went through my mind as I was listening to you speak is that, you know, oftentimes we complain about our position. We complain about where we are. We complain if uh, our situation is a little bit harder than it was before. But, you know, if your child can press, then surely mm-hmm. I can and surely anybody else can. So that's amazing. That just made me want to just press through some things a little bit harder. And it's amazing. It's almost as if, you know, before I can even ask you what I want to ask you, you're basically answering my question because I was going to ask you next, <laughs> what would you like people to receive once they read your book? And I can almost oh, wow. guess it, but I want to hear you, hear what you have to say. I want people to understand that untimely tragedies are not the end. You know, when you go through an untimely, excuse me, when you go through an untimely tragedy, see, those feelings of helplessness and hopelessness, they can be so overwhelming, you don't know if you're coming or going or going or coming right? And you don't know which way to turn because you're dealing with people, you're dealing with systems, you're dealing with facilities, you're dealing with all kinds of things. And so you just want to shut down, you want to isolate, you want to quarantine yourself and not push forward. So what I want people to see is that traumatic events is not the end. I want them to to walk away after reading Broken Wings knowing that they can take their tragedies and turn them into strategies to overcome, to persevere, to keep pushing forward in spite of the challenges that they face on a daily basis. Oh, because you better believe when you deal with a tragedy as severe as we have, you're going to have daily challenges. But you can Mm -hmm. take that and you can turn it around. So what the enemy meant for bad, we show that God turned it around for good. And we've been able to encourage and inspire and motivate those people who not just deal with brain injury, any type of traumatic event, any type of tragedy that's untimely, because it can shake you, and it can really turn your world upside down. So I want people to walk away knowing that they, too, can go from tragedy to triumph, that it's possible. With God, all things are possible. You just have to believe that you can't learn to, um, to, to go off your emotions and, 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 and move by the things that you see with your physical eyes. You have to see them through your spiritual eyes and see what's ahead, not look at what's right in front of you. So that's what, what, that's what I want people to take away from. I want them to, to use our life story, our journey as a blueprint to show them 
that they too can make it. They can take those tragedies and they can turn them into strategies to to change, to have you know take that life changing event, that significant emotional event, and not stop there. They can keep moving forward. Wow, you you know I'm I'm gonna tell you just how powerful what you just said was. It was so powerful that I had to find a pencil and write that down. Oh, wow. From tragedy to strategy. Mm. And, I mean, that thing is so powerful. All I could say was, you know how you're in church and all you could say is, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, praise God. (laughs) You know what I was thinking? I said, okay, God, that sounds like a workshop. How to oh, take wow. care of God. Thank you, God. Yes. Because that's what yeah. God wants anyway. He wants yes. us to grow from those things that we are faced with, you yes. know, and to be able to, to learn from it and to come up with a strategy of defeat because, that's it. you know, that's it. it also makes me think about in life there will be tribulation. Yeah, we're not exempt from it, you know. Uh, that was devastating when my sister went through that. But the oh, interesting sure. thing yes. about that is that trouble didn't stop there. That wasn't the last mm. thing that happened to me and my family. So I, I know that wow. you know where I'm coming from and can relate. Oh, yes. But yes. I know that that's a powerful read that God have allowed to be birthed out of your belly so that people that have gone through tragedies can be able to read it and be empowered and inspired. And I just pray that, you know, people will use it, um, that he be glorified, but that also that they will be able to sow into fertile ground, though. So I always, always enjoy when I do these calls um, because I've dealt with so many authors and so many authors are dealing with the challenge of, marketing, promoting, and selling Mm -hmm. copies of their books. I always like to add either a tip or a resource to these calls. So since you've uh, newly released a book, I want you to share with anyone that may be on this call, even as I will be posting the replay link later, just some type of advice, maybe a tip, just something quick. You don't have to go into a lot of detail, but just what kind of advice would you give anyone that says, I want to write a book? What? How would you um, reply to that? Okay, I would, I would simply say consistency is the key, okay? And you have to remember, if, if God takes you through situations and events to bring you out, they're not for you. They're always for someone else. See, authors write, the right, the, whatever they write is not for them. It's always for somebody else. So once you get that in your mind and you really grasp that idea that, the, that their labor is not in vain and that the things that you go through in life are going to always be to bless someone else, to encourage someone else, then you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. And consistency is the key. So if you have a book inside of you and you know that you know that you know that God is telling you to write, then take some time, sit down, go into prayer, ask God to open you up and show you 
what it is that he really wants you to put down on paper. What is the message that he wants his people to get from your from your book, from the things that you've gone through, from what you write? He will show you. So consistency is the key. You have to be consistent, and you've you got to put in the work. Wow. <laughs> you know, I only thing I can do is just say wow once again because I 100, when I say 100% agree, I totally agree with that because I've said the same thing over and over again. And even as of, you know, God got a way of bringing it back a few days ago, you know, a thought went through my mind. And I said to myself, there's a huge difference in choosing a book title than being inspired to write. Yes. Because so, so many people are wondering, you know, I have this book and, you know, I just haven't sold any copies. It could be just because their main motive is book sales, book sales, book sales. Oh, well, we no, have to ask ourselves, <laughs> are we walking in obedience and who are we helping? Whose lives are we being touched? But mainly, you know, is, is God being glorified through our publication? So. Arthur Reed, I want to thank you so much again for being a guest. We are moving close to ending, but I always like to just share at least one tip of my own for Arthur. And I noticed one thing from the group, that some have had the challenge of writing their book, and now some are faced with marketing and book sales. Now, part of my story is that in 2007, I published my first book. And though I was so happy and so thrilled to be a newly released author, it was so interesting that I sold very few copies of that book at all. So here's my tip. You know, we work very hard at trying to get people to purchase copies of our books. But I want to suggest to authors on building themselves or their brand. If you're a speaker, CEO of a company, or in ministry, work on building and strengthening those areas, adding your book details to that equation, and I am sure that you will sell more copies. Work on resolving people's problems and empowering people Inspiration and good services will automatically draw people to your publications. So I really hope that that tip helps authors sell more books. If you are an author and would like to receive support, resources, and would like to network with other authors, please connect with Worldwide Writers Network and Book Club on Facebook. And please don't forget about our book club for readers. This is also a great group for anyone that would like to become an author. If you desire to be a guest or would like publishing help, marketing, and promotion, please send all inquiries to SheffieldVictoria39 at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-F-F-I-E-L-D V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A 39 at gmail.com. Arthur Reed, you've been such a blessing to me. I want to thank you again for being a guest. 
I am exiting, exiting the call. You all have a blessed and prosperous day. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.